0: baby, you know what that sound means, it's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 AM. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop.
1: Whoa, baby.
2: Well, baby, it is. That's
1: right. Did you even know I was going to be here?
2: I I, now I have been thrown in in (laughs) pitcher parlance. I have been thrown a curve. How are you, Mark? I just
1: told John. I said, you know, I said I hadn't heard from Jamie. I don't even know if he knows I'm
3: on the show.
2: I did not. Well, you know, that's the great thing about uh, this. uh, In two different, you know, we we don't know what's around the corner, right? That's right. um, Welcome to the end. Yeah, welcome this to the This won't edge. be our first rodeo, though. We'll muddle through it. No, it will not be.
1: And welcome to the edge here on Sports Talk 97 7. Mark Kramer and Mr. Sunshine, Jamie Foxx, uh, here with you this morning,
3: <laughs> Unexpected, <laughs>
1: unexpectedly. Uh, now, Terry, uh, they have a thing at, at OCS on a serious note. They have a thing at OCS uh, where the seniors have a final chapel, and uh, it's, oh, a, it's supposed part. to be a big deal. And uh, so Terry is attending. Uh, he didn't realize that it was this morning. And so Terry is attending that with his son, uh, Mike, uh, over at OCS this morning. So uh, well, good we, luck. We certainly good luck could to use that. a
2: little chapel, couldn't we? <laughs> <Yeah>. but, uh,
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yes, we could. Especially and also, on Saturday before, mornings.
1: <laughs> right. And well, hopefully it's a little dark and dreary out there this morning. So hopefully we'll bring a little sunshine to your to your morning I know uh, since Mr. Sunshine Jamie Foxx is with me on the show I'm sure he'll spread some shun- sunshine around North Louisiana this morning we want to talk to uh, we want to talk about our sponsors first of all our title sponsor is Dr. David Weber North Monroe Animal Hospital U.S. 165 North Monroe 318 345 the best pet care anywhere on the planet sometimes Terry says universe I'm sure that's also true uh, G.B. Cooley uh, reminds you to support a worthwhile cause in, nor- in Louisiana, and that is the Special Olympics. Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana-based attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury. Don't delay. Call Bobby today, 318-342-1411. And Spa Nouvelle there on Lammy Lane in Monroe. Pamper the special people in your life, and you can do that by calling 807 807- And of course, you can get us on the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and text line. We hope that you will do that this morning and kind of join us in the conversation. So, uh, Jamie, we got to, I know everybody, you know, I know Aaron and Jake already talked about it this morning, uh, but uh, for our audience that may be just joining us, um the two playoff games last night uh the pelicans getting beat again for the second time uh, much better game this time than the last time than game 1 121 116 um but they uh, the Steph Curry seems to not have really a whole lot of effects I think he had 28 points in that game and then uh, the first one I actually want to get to is the cavaliers and raptors you know, we've asked some of our base basketball insiders on the sports company in the afternoons about the fact that uh, are the Raptors still just the regular season uh, charmers that they are, or uh, are they going to be able to translate it into the playoffs? Because the last uh, two, at least two or three years, the Raptors have been terrific in the regular season and then kind of fold the tents up in the, in the playoffs. And so You know, you hear experts all the time talk about, well, this team is built for the regular season, not the playoffs. Or they're the other way around. Well, they don't really care about the regular season. They're just building themselves for the playoffs. And that has always been the criticism of the Raptors. And last night, they absolutely blew that game. They blew that game against Cleveland last night. Now, LeBron did hit a, a jump shot with about 30 seconds left to tie the game but it, like, it wasn't like a buzzer beat or anything. Uh, the Raptors missed some free throws. They missed some easy opportunities. They let, I thought they played, um, I'll say, confusing defense. And confusing, I mean that in a way that I was confused the type of defense that they were playing. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know why these teams think that anybody at the end of the game is going to get the ball but LeBron. And they, yeah, exactly. and they single the guy up, they single somebody up against LeBron James. And I, I just, uh, you know, I'd rather leave somebody completely unguarded on the perimeter and let, make them make a shot than to just single a guy up against LeBron James and let him kind of have his way with people. But uh, anyway, the Raptors blew that game last night. There's no other way to put it. LeBron did have a triple double, but for for him, 25 points, you know, is a kind of a pedestrian game for him. Um, One of the other things I wanted to point out, and uh, it wasn't my original thought, somebody I was uh, watching it at uh, last night was my bowling night, so uh, I was at the bowling alley in Monroe, and it was on all the screens there. And one guy said, "You know, if LeBron probably would have scored 45, they probably would have lost." And I tend to agree with that kind of thing. A lot of these star players, you look at Russell Westbrook, we've talked about you know, how many points and how many shots he has to take to get 45 or 50 points in a game. Most of the time, when a star player scores that much, they're not doing some of the other things that they normally do and getting other people involved. And a lot of the time, when somebody scores that many points, their team ends up losing and so uh, anyway, I was just uh, I was really disappointed uh, the Raptors were ahead the only time the the Cavaliers never led in regulation. never, mm-hmm. not even from two to nothing. They did not lead, they were tied because when they went into overtime, but they'd never led the game in regulation and then end up winning in overtime, 113 to 112.
2: You know, a lot of storylines. And, it, you know, it, it looks like the Raptors, Mark, have uh, certainly have Cleveland. I think this is uh, – I think they've lost like seven in a row to uh, Cleveland. And as you said, they had this one wrapped up. Yeah, it it's in their head. I mean, they got yeah. – I think they mm-hmm. got swept last year and they lost the last two games of the series the year before. Right, and I think they uh, they lost four to two in the series last year. I think the thing that's difficult about this one, number one, is is how they lost it, and number two is uh, you lost at home, and you just can't you can't have a loss like that at home, particularly in the playoffs, and really recover. I don't know if Toronto is capable of recovering now, but but we'll see after a loss like that. But LeBron James, uh, you indicated you know, somewhat of a pedestrian night, but again, you know, uh, so much of this. Uh, so much is riding on him. I think he was only 3 for 12 from the field at one point. I'm not I'm not sure. I think he's right. He finished with 26 points, a triple-double. Uh, Kevin Love had some contributions. They're getting just enough, I guess, to uh, complement his contributions. And uh, Toronto, just for whatever reason, does – and I think Toronto, obviously, obviously, by the score, they can play with Cleveland, but – um, I don't, it's one of those things that, and there, you, you know, this all the time, Mark, there's certain teams that have other teams number. And apparently that's the case with the Cavaliers and the Raptors. Yeah, they have to, uh, they're going to have to show everybody,
1: any, even pedestrian fans of the NBA until they get over the hump. It'd mm-hmm. have been different if this game would have been in Cleveland, you would say, oh, well, you know, they played on the road. They gave it their, they gave it a good effort, took it to overtime you know, maybe that's a good sign of things to come later uh, when they would go home. But to lose that kind of a game at home and know that you're only going to be able to split those first two games at your place, uh, I think is a big psychological advantage for Cleveland. And with Cleveland already having a psychological advantage over the Raptors, I think that uh, they're going to they're gonna have to show everybody with a couple of wins uh, not and I don't mean Cleveland getting 3-0 and then winning a game and making it 3-1 it's got to be 1-1 2-1 2-2 you know they've got to show that they can be competitive and win some of these close games to kind of prove to everybody that they're not just a regular season team and that uh that the Cavaliers are not going to continue to have their number as you said
2: yeah, and I think, uh, Mark, you know, unlike the Pelicans, uh, Warriors, I think these teams, personnel-wise, are a lot closer than, than the Warriors and the Pelicans. The Pelicans, you know, we've, we'll we lament that, you know, maybe on the other side of the break, but uh, not having Boogie Cousins may make may have made a huge difference now in this Warriors series. But personnel-wise, you've you got to believe that, obviously, by the score, and Toronto, like you said, just absolutely gave this one away. So personnel-wise, you know Toronto matches up relatively well. It's just hard to understand how um, – and, of course, not to take any away from – you know, LeBron James is, is a difference maker on any team, but Toronto, you know, g- giving one away at home like that is going to be extremely tough for them to uh, to recover from. It was 4-2 to in the series last year, and uh, with this loss, uh, you got to believe that if, if Toronto can – you know, Toronto can pull out too this year. That might be amazing.
1: 888-993-7762. That's the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and text line. Give us a holler and let us know what you think about some of the games. Now we can touch on it quickly here. Uh, kind of disappointing. I mean, you know, it's kind of one of those, I don't know, you could say moral victory kind of deals with, with the Pelicans last night. Um They only lose by five. It's still a loss. The Pelicans, I think, are kind of in a different way, not with the same mentality. It's not like I'm saying that the Warriors are in their head. The Warriors are just a good, obviously, a good basketball team with a lot of all-stars. But the Pelicans are going to have to win some of those close games on the road, uh, or even at home for that matter,
2: to kind of take that next step. What are your thoughts? I think that, you know, there at the, I think the series between the, uh, the season series between the Pelicans and the Warriors was 3 to 1 Warriors. Um, and you had hope in this series simply from the fact that the Pelicans won the last one at Oracle in San Francisco, Oakland. And uh, also, they had in the games that they lost at home and away. Um, they had leads that they i mean sizable leads in those those games before the warriors came back and won um but i, I have to i want to you know here's my age catching up with me i was i was asleep before nine o'clock but i did wake up at one point and check my uh, phone to see that the uh the pelicans were actually ahead you know by two points heading uh you know they late in the second quarter or so or relatively late and i was disappointed that you know when i saw this morning but uh you've got to – I think it's 2-2, uh, 1-1 two, two, one one is how this works. So you got to come back. And uh, I don't think you can even drop one at home now. Um, but with Curry involved, I don't think he was – like you said at the beginning, Mark, I don't think he was uh, necessarily the difference maker. Uh, but you're talking about a very deep team. And now is when the Pelicans really could use Boogie Cousins and there's going to be no answer on the glass that I can think of, um, and I don't know if you can beat uh, the Warriors strictly from the perimeter.
1: Yeah, that kind of game is is not something that you're going to be able to do. Uh, I talked with Sean the other day, Monday, on the Sports Company. We were talking about the about Game Two, and and I firmly believe that they have to, they can't sh- try and outshoot them. A score, right. a score like last night's game is not a score that the Pelicans are going to consistently win. The Pelicans have got to try, and I said try because they are the Warriors, to shut them down defensively and spend more energy on the defensive end as opposed to trying to outscore them. Because you're not going to outscore them. The Pelicans are not going to outscore them in a in a game like that in a 120s to one teens or something like that the pelicans have to win a a 99 to 95 or 103 to 97 they got to win a game like that and i'll be curious to see if they kind of adjust their philosophy a little bit as uh, they go back home uh, to play in the blender uh, in game three so we'll go ahead and take our first break here on The Edge, here on this Wednesday, again, G.B. Cooley reminds everybody to support a worthwhile cause in Louisiana, and that is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I will be right back.
2: You play the guitar on the MTV.
0: Money. you working, that's the way you do it. Money for nothing in your chips. Rocket Fest car watch Rocket fast. It's a blast.
4: And your vehicle is clean. At Rocket Fast, our immaculate grounds, friendly attendants, and the most free vacs anywhere will let you know that we care. Get more for your money with our exclusive bug wash prep stations, wall of foam, colorful soaps, and LED light show for a fun car wash for everyone. And with our Fast Pass, you can wash as often as you want for as little as $19.95 per month. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. Now with seven
3: locations from Monroe to Shreveport. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the
0: FFC2. VIP seats are still available, but get them soon. The January event sold out early. Javier Obergon versus Jesse Butler. Josh Lee versus Josh Davila. Loma Thomason versus Dan Street. And much, much more. FFC2. Sponsored by Rockland 06, First National Bank, Rockland Birchland, Sports Talk 97.7, Furniture and Penny Direct, West Winds Construction, and MD Entertainment. FFC2. Saturday, May 19th at the West Monroe Convention Center don't put your life on the line when you dig do what the pros do respect the marks dig with care and before you dig call 811 Louisiana one call
5: message and data rates may
4: apply if you're considering going back to school ask yourself the following questions do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule do you have college credits to transfer Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 150 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You'll earn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. For information, text REAL to 35517. Learn for yourself why ASU is ranked number one for innovation by U.S. News and World Report, and learn to thrive with Arizona State University. For more information about ASU online, text REAL to 35517. That's R-E-A-L to 35517.
0: How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop.
1: Welcome back to The Edge. Jamie Foxx, Mark Kramer here with you on this Wednesday. Got a uh, text from your son. (laughs)
2: Uh Uh-oh.
1: Says, Warriors are the best team in the world, hands down, but how in the world... Do you win with Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday having the same amount of free throws as you two guys
2: last night? Yeah. Well, that's a that is absolutely a recipe for disaster. Yes, it more l- way, let alone absolutely. having
1: us try to shoot them if yeah. we did have some. Uh, he I said, "Trust me, it will be a lively sports company today at three o'clock. So make sure yes, that it will. You, make sure that you tune back in." At three o'clock this afternoon for the sports company. So Sean promises to bring the fire. So you better well, be listening today at three.
2: Yeah, and you know, Mark, if the uh, if the past or history is a is a predictor for the future, it, it doesn't look good for the Pelicans. Although uh, their only win in this, like I said, they played four four times in the regular season. Uh, they lost one twenty eight to one twenty. In New Orleans, uh, early in the season, they lost one ten to ninety five out at Oracle. Uh, they came back home and lost by only 10, 125 to one fifteen in New Orleans. And then they won uh, at uh, well, maybe that been in Oracle. I'm not sure, but anyway, they lost. They won their last one, one twenty six to one twenty. So they've only the margin of victory at uh, is has been only six points. And then of course, they've lost the first two at Oracle, one twenty three to one o one. And then of course last night 121 to 116, competitive yes, uh, doesn't make any difference. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem to impact the Warriors whether they are at home or away. Uh, they just seem to have the Pelicans' number at this point. And um, you know now that they've got Curry back, it just I don't know if the I don't put, quite frankly in the Pelicans' defense, I don't know if any team has an answer. Right. 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 And let's break it down.
1: Let's break it down, Jamie, a little bit by some of the uh, what I consider some of the uh, important statistics. Uh, It's not like the game. It's not like game one where they had one quarter where they just completely collapsed and Golden State just routed them, you know, and they were never in the game. Um, The Pelicans won two of the quarters. And usually what you would think of as the important quarters you know They always talk about coming out and winning that third quarter uh, out of the gates at halftime. And last night, the Pelicans outscored, even though it was just a couple of points, uh, still New Orleans outscored Golden State in the first quarter, uh, 29-27. And then in the third quarter, 31-30. Uh, and, but none of the quarters were more than uh, five points. Golden State outscored New Orleans 31 to 26 in the second, but even the fourth quarter was 33 30. So, <clears throat> uh, so the fact that New Orleans was in every quarter and outscored Golden State in two of the quarters, I think, yeah. says a lot for you know what the possibility could be in Game Two. I mean, in Game Three in New Orleans. But let's also look and I understand that Steph Curry was coming off the bench last night so this kind of skews the numbers a little bit as far as that's concerned. But nothing wrong with what the starters did for New Orleans last night. This is the this is the point totals for last night's game uh, for the starters. 18, 25, 14, 22, 24. So all five guys in double figures, three guys over 20 points in that ball yeah. game. Here's the bench scoring for new orleans four five two and two there you go if you even have an elementary education which i do i can i can add that up i'm not really good at math but i can add that up 13 points that is it off the bench now even taking stead and i know again steph curry came off the bench so i'm going to throw his 28 points out Uh, because that's not what normally would be taking place. But they had 16 points off the bench from the other three guys, not four guys, but three guys coming off the bench, Looney, West, and Livingston. Uh, They got 16 points. And you would figure that the other fourth person, when Curry's starting, the other fourth person coming off the bench would have scored, you know, maybe four, five, six points. So that would have taken them up to, uh, you know, up to 20, 21, 22 points uh, from the bench. And uh, so that's really, you know, the difference. You lose by five and you get outscored off the bench by, say, seven or eight points. Uh, There's your difference in the game. So you can't really –
2: my point is you can't really put it on the starters. Hmm. No, and I think uh, what the Pelicans did at the end of the season, number one, to get to the playoffs was amazing. Um, the series now between the two teams stands, uh, and it'd be interesting to see. I mean, you got two shots now back at the blender because you've got, uh, you know, four of these six games in in the series so far, including you know the regular season four games, two playoff games. Four of those six have been at Oracle, and uh, but again, you know, I don't know if you've got a situation where uh, New Orleans has an answer. Anywhere, you know, with Boogie back, I think it would make a difference, absolutely. But, you know, and then there were some questions about the calls last night and everything. Well, you're, you know, you got to expect that, you know, at, at Oracle. Um, but again, you got to find an answer either, like you said, it's either got to come from the bench, it's got to come from Solomon Hill, it's got to come from somebody who, you know, has been relatively quiet. As you said, the starters were, were lights out starters have been lights out. Mirtich, I think, was, was a tremendous trade. That's turned out to be – that may be the uh, really the shining star in this season because certainly the, the loss of Boogie has been the, the downer. But um, I think you've absolutely got to find an answer somewhere. Um, like you said, you've been competitive half the game, two out of the four quarters. You've been competitive in losses. You've led in losses. You've uh, you got to win there at the end at Oracle. So you it's it's not like you've proven you can't win there, but it is I, – I think everybody, you know, would know that Golden State's a superior team, and particularly now with Curry back in the fold. So they can beat you inside and now outside, no question about it. So, you know, to me, uh, this is a chance – where you've got an opportunity, you've proven you can win, you can beat them, but right now the odds are really stacked to get the Pelicans down 2-0. And, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a stat geek, and especially,
1: I mean, because some of the smaller stats that you don't look at, uh, that people don't look at a lot, are sometimes more telling in a close game like this one was to be able to tell you why the result the way it was, the way it was. It's not always focused on the the starters Uh, I always like to look at uh, at the guys that are the the secondary role players because a lot of times those are the guys that actually end up winning or losing a game for you but everybody looks at the guys that play the most minutes and try to find something there let's look again at the bench because I think the bench play had a lot to do with last night's game. Again, I'm going to take, when I talk about this, I'm going to take Steph Curry out because he's normally uh, a starter uh, anyway. Okay. For the Pelicans, they sh- their bench shot five for 13 from the floor. And they were 0 for 5 from the three-point line. Mm. 0 for 5 from the three-point line and then five for 13 from the field. Hmm, I mean, the Pelicans okay. only shot 45% anyway uh, as a team. Okay, now, again, I'm taking Steph Curry out of it. The bench guys, uh, David West was two for two. Looney was three for three from the, fi- from the field. And Livingston was two for five. So they were seven for 10. Hmm. Their bench shot 70% from the floor. None of them attempted a three-pointer, and they were two for
2: two from the free-throw line. I'm glad you brought that up there at the end about the free-throw line. because and, and Again, we're not going to use the officiating as an excuse. But if we're talking stats, here's one of them. The Warriors did attempt 20 more than the Pelicans. You mentioned the bench contributions from the Warriors, the lack of bench contribution for the Pelicans – and you still only lost by five and you had 20 less attempted free throws. than. Yeah. They the shot nine free line. throws. When's
1: yeah. the last NBA game you ever saw to the point you're making that a team, one team only shot less than 10 free throws. I mean, Merton shot three Rondo shot three
2: and Miller shot three. And that was it. Yeah. The, uh, the Warriors were twenty and into the you know they were twenty two or twenty six. The Pelicans seven of nine. I mean, both of those percentages are winning percentages. Twenty two or twenty six, seven of nine. Uh, I mean that's a telling stat, and you lose by five. Yeah, if they even shoot so, between fifteen
1: yeah. and twenty free throws, which is kind of normal for an NBA game, and they make the yeah. same percentage. You know
2: they win the game by four or five points. So you take that. If you, if you want to look for a positive, is that you lost by five on your your superior foes' floor. You only attempted nine free throws. You made seven of them. You got to get. I think you. I think you uncover the the difference though. Really, Mark, and that you got to have more contributions off the bench. I mean, you can't. Yeah, they can't put it all on the five starters and expect them as great as Anthony Davis is.
1: And he had 25 last night, shot 50% from the floor. You can't Mm -hmm. ask any more than that from him. Again, he didn't shoot a free throw, which just boggles my mind. He played 43 minutes. Only Drew Holiday played more minutes in that game last night. And uh, because, again, you go down and look at – and, again, I want to compare the starters and the bench – Uh, Again, to the point that you're making, Clay Thompson last night, four for 20. Mm. And you're going, what? Yes, four for 20 was Clay Thompson last night. Durant, I mean, he was almost 50%. He was 11 for 23. uh, And Draymond Green was seven for 11. But four for 20 for Clay Thompson
2: yeah and they still win by 5 and they still and win by
1: 5 and he was 2 yeah. for 11 from the three point line crazy isn't it yeah that's, I mean, that's horrible horrible
2: yeah and i think there's hope i mean I, I really do but it's going to be incumbent upon the the pelicans to find an answer somewhere off the bench and i don't i don't know if it's there um this is a very deep warrior team i mean they you know curry I, that was curry's first game back too so uh, he didn't play in the first game. I don't yeah, believe. So right. um, this is this is a little bit disconcerting. Like I said, now they've got now they've got the outside game to go along with you know what they can do on the inside. So uh, well, and Sean, I don't know where the answer is. Sean on we're the going text to, line. We're Sean, going to find me, out real soon. Sean makes a good point. Uh,
1: you know, to what I was just talking about with Anthony Davis scoring twenty five points and taking uh, twenty, I think twenty four shots. In that game, you can't tell me that him and Drew Holiday combined for 48 points in a game, and they don't get fouled, shooting the ball not once. Yeah, I mean that's you know you, unfortunately because of the scandals of years ago, you know there's always kind of that little little devil in the back of your mind, you know, kind of pecking at you, saying, you know, hey, they've done it before, or any of these referees, kind of, you know, are they? doing a little something here and there to get the two teams in the finals that the NBA wants for TV ratings and money and all of that it just it just seems those kind of situations just seem awfully hard to believe and uh, the warriors have 39 more free throws shot through two games more than the pelicans 39 that's crazy crazy And speaking of crazy, Jamie and I will be right back here on The Edge here on Sports Talk 97.7.
3: Take pride in your lawn. That's why you cut the grass yourself. Here's Richie McKinney. A big yard calls for a tough mower. The Hustler Fast Track is engineered with commercial features for the homeowner. Right now, get your Hustler Fast Track with a powerful 23 horse Kohler engine and 48 inch welded steel deck at our lowest price ever, just $49.99. That's over $1,800 in savings. Plus, qualified buyers can finance at zero percent for 42 months. Come see our full line of Hustler mowers today at your Outdoor Superstore, McKinney's in Ruston, 936054. You can pick out something unique and special for your mom or wife this year from mom's day at national jewelry the new charm bracelets are perfect with over 300 new charms to select from choose an engravable bar necklace or put together the new stackable rings and bracelets from diamonds to gemstones to gold and silver there's something special for your mom or wife this year at national jewelry your diamond and engagement ring store reynolds drive in ruston
6: When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe. 355-8595. 355-8595. Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment, 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro, and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the heart, lung, and vascular clinic today, 329-1900. If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, glassworks of west monroe makes it easy and affordable glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a one-of-a-kind look from gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price for example search facebook for glassworks of west monroe llc glassworks making your bathroom new again
4: Better than ever, ever. for making things better. Face, face. Cause your opinion, no matter, it's a mania. It's gonna step on who whoever.
0: The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back, and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888 993 7762 to join in on all the fun.
1: Yeah, join all the fun, baby. Because it's Jamie Foxx and Mark Ritter.
2: (laughs) Everybody's just doing cartwheels. That's right. right.
1: Join, join, join all the fun here on the edge on Sports Talk 97.7. Hey, I want to get to something, Jamie, that I. That Sean Sh- and I briefly discussed on Monday. Uh, we didn't have time to really de- delve deep into it. You know, I, I like to look at a lot of times things that kind of go under the radar as far as uh, things that the media is covering or uh, how they approach stuff. And but things that a lot of people don't question or don't notice that it's kind of uh, kind of flying under the radar. I took a, one of my favorite classes in college was psychology of advertising. Psychology of advertising. Psychology of advertising. Psychology of advertising. And it covered, basically the class covered um, what psychological tactics advertisers use to approach the general public with what they want them to think, how they get you to think their way, or to think that this product is good, Uh, better than somebody else's or why it's good all of those kind of things because there's so many different ways and you know everybody uses it politicians use it I think even coaches use it athletic directors use it from from time to time to get the public to to think the way they want them to think and you know we're a lot of sheep because we're pretty gullible a lot of times and and we're easily led especially these days with the information at the on the internet and stuff a lot of people don't want to delve into trying to find out what's really going on but the NFL draft and again you can get us on the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union 888 993 I thought it yeah. was interesting that it seems like every draft the media hooks on of course we had all of the the big hype about all the quarterbacks and, and you know the ones that were drafted near the top and Saquon Barkley. But it seemed like this year the media, the national media really hooked on to Lamar Jackson. You know, he was projected in middle to the late second round was where he was projected. I mean, goodness sakes, teams wanted him to change positions. They wanted him to, to move to a, you know, a wide receiver, slot receiver kind of uh, situation as opposed to playing quarterback. So I saw all these articles before the draft. All teams are going to screw up if they don't take Lamar Jackson as a quarterback. Oh, he's going to change the NFL. All this and all that. Uh, all these articles right before the draft. Okay, then of course, this was Ozzie Newsom, who's the general manager, Hall of Fame tight end for the Cleveland Browns. He and he's also basically been a Hall of Fame g- general manager as well. This is his lab, this was his last draft because he's retiring. And so Baltimore not only takes Lamar Jackson on the, with the last pick of the first round, but they trade up to get into the first the end of the first round to take him right okay now then all of a sudden the next day these same guys that were writing the articles beforehand oh Ozzie Newsom's a genius oh this has been the this is the steal of the draft uh moving up to take Lamar Jackson he's going to end up being better than all the other four guys that they took up at the top of the draft And, oh, the Baltimore Ravens got a steal. Joe Flacco better be worried. All of this kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, come on. I mean, I know he's a great athlete, you know, but there's been a lot of uh, the scouts. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people, a lot of the teams wanted him to change positions. He's got a strong arm, but he has accuracy issues. And as we've talked about on this show and many other shows, if, A guy has accuracy issues in college. Uh, The tension and the pressure and all of that just ramps up in the pros. And if you have accuracy issues in college, you're probably going to have issues when the game speeds up. You're going to have accuracy issues in the NFL as well. I just thought, again, there just seems to be that one guy every year that the media seems to latch on to that that's their – their uh, project if you want to put it that way and that's who it was this year and so now Ozzie Newsome is another genius for his last draft that Lamar Jackson's going to be better than everybody else and um I just I just thought it was I just thought the whole thing
2: was kind of funny almost comical really because I think I think there's questions about all these quarterbacks frankly from from uh, anywhere from you know, arm strength to uh, maturity or lack thereof to, uh, as you said, accuracy. Um, it's To be fair to Lamar Jackson, it was a crapshoot on everybody. He probably had the most, and I'm, I'm not going to – this is going to sound like – Well, they uh, have the same criticism of Josh Allen from
1: exactly. Wyoming that, you know, he had around a 50% completion average against good competition – in college again in Wyoming, against uh, you know, not the Mount, not West. the great, yeah, not the greatest competition. What makes you think that as things ramp up, that Josh Allen's going to be any better? Uh, that just shows you to me, Jamie, how desperate and I mean truly desperate
2: teams in the NFL are for a quote franchise quarterback. Athletically, I can see their argument. You know, athletically, Lamar. That's probably why the talk about wide receiver this is not and this is not an indictment of lamar jackson he can't help this he has a learning disability he's not dumb he has a learning disability he has he can't process things as quickly it could be anything from dyslexia to other things that he's to his credit he's worked darn hard to get where he is i mean he can't help that that doesn't that's not a knock on lamar jackson but the game of quarterback Drew Brees' is crew for this, it's, you know, it's 70% mental, 30% physical, uh, maybe more. I mean, you can, if you can process, this is why I think Baker Mayfield went probably one. Uh, his ability to, you know, fit things into tight windows, his ability to, to read coverages, that's where it's all at. I mean, you know, they're all this, you know, throw them all in a blender and, it really comes down to above the shoulders. And Lamar Jackson can't process things as quickly, not because he's dumb, but because he has a learning disability. Now, he, can, he probably, uh, you know, hopefully if Joe Flacco can stay there two or three years, he'll be up to speed, uh, you know, and grasping that offense and his ability to decipher defenses, I'm sure will grow, you know, as he gets some preseason work in and, and, and uh, camp work. And he may end up, he very well, may end up being the best quarterback in this draft. But right now, you know, those things are – nobody likes to talk about that. I know that's an ugly – you know, people right now would call me all kinds of names because they're saying that, you know, well, he's a black quarterback and you're just saying that, no, he can't help that. Yeah, I have a reading. He can't help the fact that he's – you know, he has this learning. But he will overcome it, I think. He's overcome a lot just to be where he is, and I'm pulling for him. But the facts are the facts.
1: Yeah, and I I can understand that because I have a reading disability myself, and uh, it was very tedious. Uh, My memory, I have a photographic memory, and the only thing that helped me through high school and college was the fact that I could remember stuff very easily seeing it on a page. But as far as reading is concerned, uh, I am a pitifully, pitifully slow reader because I lose my place. And I see words backwards and all of that. So I can completely understand that. And uh, so, but my main point really about this is I want to look at the track record. Now, Charlie texts in, NFL history shows that generally speaking, the best quarterbacks in the NFL aren't selected in the first round anyway. Only time on the field will tell. Good point, Charlie. Um, And that is, what's the history of quote the running quarterbacks that's where that's where I kind of fall in line here all of the quarterbacks that have come out in the last five to six years that were quote dual threat quarterbacks in college and ran that kind of uh, RG3 Baylor kind of system is what I call it they all get hurt I don't care how big somebody is I don't care how fast they are The NFL will hurt you. If you run around as a quarterback, you eventually are going to get hurt. And these guys don't stay on the field. Consequently, I mean, look at RG3. He's battling to try to be a backup somewhere after all of the hype that surrounded him when he came out of Baylor. Why? Because his first year he got hurt, his second year he got hurt, his third year. Now all of the injuries from his first two years affected his ability to perform the way he normally could and his career went absolutely nowhere.
2: Yeah, I think he's going to get another shot though. I, it seems to me RG3 signed with somebody. I can't I, I'm losing my um, I can't remember things. You at least have a photographic memory. I can't remember what I ate for breakfast right now. It's only been an hour. Um, I think to a lot of times it's hypersensitivity i think there's somebody's trying there people are trying to push an agenda with lamar jackson and there doesn't need to be one the guys you know i felt like this of course i feel like this about all these most of these guys i don't think with the exception of mayfield who was a fourth or fifth year senior all these guys i think may have benefited from going back another year but obviously when you see where they're drafted even Rosen at ten, you you know that kind of debunks that argument. But Lamar Jackson, especially, would now some people feel like had he gone back to Louisville, he wouldn't have benefited from another year. But look at Peyton Manning. I think Peyton Manning spent his used up all his eligibility at Tennessee. He didn't go early. Um, I just think you can learn so much in in some cases. Mark, and you tell me if I'm wrong, okay? Oh, don't worry, I will. Yeah, I know you will. But I think I think an extra year in college, you know, you get just one more year of maturity, uh, you know, exposed to different things, you know, being alone, you know, out on your own a little bit. Uh, I think the college experience is worth a lot more than just the time invested in the classroom.
1: Well, you know, th- with the guaranteed money that these guys get being drafted in the first round, if you're pretty much of a lock to be drafted in the first round, you gotta go. yeah, the money is going to take precedence over – going back to college and you hear all the the pundits will say oh he's stupid for going back because he could get hurt tear his knee up and you know then he won't have an nfl career you know yeah, yeah for whatever that's worth thank you john john gives me my Jimi hendrix fix for the day before i get to the store and play Jimi hendrix almost all day but uh, appreciate that john <laughs> You're listening to The Edge here on Sports Talk 97.7. And Jamie and I will be back to wrap up the show right after this. Drink my
2: wine, and take my earth.
4: None will level on the mind, nobody up in
0: this world. Hey.
5: If you could talk to your animal when they say... They're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545.
6: When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby.
2: I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay, call me today.
4: Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411.
5: Jessica LaDue, member and employee for Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washtenaw Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washtenaw Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln,
0: inventory reduction event we've got cars priced to go five hundred dollars off select vehicles and they're all inspected computer tested and backed with an available service agreement if others have said stop we can say go because we have millions available for financing get started now at gojdb.com it's the inventory reduction event how does it feel you're officially living on the edge Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back.
1: The Edge. You're not Terry Waldrop. <laughs> huh. No. Well, as we've always said, I, I, we don't say it all the time anymore like we used to, but you know, we're not near as charismatic and controversial and we don't need to try. Because no, not even on the planet. No, there's no, no way that we could measure up to the controversial nature and the charismatic nature of Terry Waldrop. There's just no way. So, so I'm not even. So why even try?
2: Exactly. we're not near as uh, breathtakingly handsome as he is, as he'll tell well, you. Well, that's and, that's and other true things. too. Yes. That's true. So anyway, we we'll, we defer to uh, to the master, and that would be Terry Waldrop, who is uh, probably praying for us right now, which we certainly need. Let's see. Whoa, i got to go way down here. Let's see.
1: This is from Tony, if I can read it all correctly. Let's see. There's five of them here, so I want to see if I can get them all in oh, okay. here.
2: Okay, you're tying them all together. Yeah. I can see it's not an easy. To
1: thing counter to Charlie's thing. point, maybe baby steps are essential in the NFL. First-round quarterbacks go to bad teams. Now, that's very true most of the number one drafted quarterbacks do go most of the time uh, to bad teams, which hinders their development and that's very true. Brady's story uh, but he wasn't picked till 199. what if he had gotten picked by Cleveland? Uh, you know the Pats would not have won all the Super Bowls on uh, with without Tom Brady. Uh, let's see. How many Super Bowls have been won on last-minute kicks or defensive plays? At least three. Andrew Luck Mm -hmm. went to Indianapolis right away uh, after Manning left. Rodgers went to Green Bay, sat behind Favre. Ben Roethlisberger went to the Super Bowl in his second year in the league because he was on a good team. Russell Wilson went to a team that already had a defensively sound team. Josh Rosen... Deserves Cleveland with his attitude. Arizona is a decent team now. He'll do better than Darnold and Mayfield.
2: You know, uh, Mark, at, to make the – to harken back to Lamar Jackson and, and him versus, say, who did the Patriots – you mentioned Tom Brady. Who did the Patriots pick in the seventh round at quarterback? Danny Etling. <laughs> By yeah. all accounts, a – to call uh, Danny Etling a, uh, I guess you'd call him a game manager, would be would be probably even an understatement. Uh, arm strength, Danny Etling was drafted because of what's above his shoulders, he his ability. There's something they see in Danny Etling that they were willing to take a draft pick and not sign him as a free agent, which J.T. Barrett did with the Saints recently, and a few others, but. I didn't think Danny Etling was on anybody's board other than as a free agent, and the Patriots saw something in him that they were willing to invest. Trading up for Lamar Jackson, you know, I can kind of – there just seems to be – I think people – maybe this is an emotional thing. I'm pulling for him. I want Lamar Jackson to be successful, but he's got some limitations, not athletically, but the pro game is such a, you know, cerebral game. And Lamar Jackson's going to have to – they're going to have to invest time and patience with him, and he may end up – like I said, he may end up being the best one of the bunch. Well, you but know, he's, Jamie he's – He's having overcome things, Other these other quarterbacks are not.
1: To Tony's point and to what you're saying, it may actually be a benefit that Lamar Jackson does go to the Ravens because he they already have a built-in starting veteran quarterback uh, in Joe Flacco. That he might be able to sit behind uh, health health concerns, of course, uh, aside, if he stays healthy, that Joe that he can sit behind Joe Flacco and learn, as did Aaron Rodgers and you know some of those Steve Young I remember behind Joe Montana, uh, some of these guys that were able to sit behind a veteran quarterback and learn for a couple of years. Uh, not just the fundamentals, but how to be an NFL quarterback and learn the, the nuances of reading defenses and that kind of thing. So he may actually have gone to the best of all of those situations because, I mean, let's face it, the Jets stink. Yeah. And uh, Arizona, as Tony said, Arizona's decent. You know, they're not horrible. They've got a uh, a decent defense which I think is one of the keys so you don't have to expect a rookie quarterback if they're starting to outscore all of the other teams you know if you can hold the score down a little bit it sure makes it a lot easier but the the Browns stink and the Jets stink and so these other guys going to these teams
2: you know they're going to get beat to death you know Mark I think Josh Rosen, for example, I think both Lamar Jackson and and uh, Josh Rosen ended up... I know Rosen was, you know, very upset about falling to 10. Oh, well, no, he was pissed his... off. Oh, yeah. Did he you hear him? He's pissed. Right. Hey, I'm pissed. He's pissed off.
1: I'm pissed off. These other yeah, well, nine teams, they screwed up. I'm definitely yeah. the best quarterback in this draft, and I'm pissed.
2: <laughs> and Mr. Congeniality there, Josh yeah, Rosen. He's making. A, he's influencing friends and people. <laughs> Exactly. But, but what he's not stopping to think about is he's got a guy in front of him that's probably not going to have much longer to play. Sam Bradford's been hurt, and that's the, that's the he will see the field probably quicker in Arizona than all these other places. Uh, Lamar Jackson is not behind a guy that's ancient, but he'll have Joe Flacco's 33. He'll have two or three years to learn behind Joe Flacco, and then he may be. So I think you, I agree with everybody. I think Lamar Jackson ended up at the perfect place for him. Yeah, it may to be learn the, best. the system, And Josh Rosen ended up the perfect place for him. So I don't understand why Josh Rosen's ticked off about everything other than he's an ungrateful punk. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
2: Well, it's time for us to step out of here again. We want to thank our sponsors,
1: Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. You can call him at 318 342 1411, Monroe Animal Hospital, 345 4545, and Spa Nouvelle, Pamper the Special People in Your Life, 807 1060. Want to thank everybody for tuning in today and uh, thank Terry for asking me to fill in. He should be back tomorrow. And so for our great producer, John Tabor, and Jamie Foxx, I'm Mark Kramer. Don't forget, don't live life safe, live it on the edge. Have a great day, everybody
0: thanks for listening to the edge with terry waldrop no matter what the topic terry will take it on he's not scared and you better not be either we want to see you right back here every single weekday missed it